Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. I'm Justin Baroni, and today we're smoking on, uh, in the bong I put a little Palmetto uh, Platinum Cookie Sativa, like same thing as last week. <coughs> we're basically smoking the same stuff as last week. Let's see here. Um, this one is a 23.8% THC with no CBD, oh, one milligram CBD. And in the joint, with our glass tips, as per usual, uh, we're smoking this uh, seven, uh, indigenous cannabis seven for generations. These guys here. Now, one thing I wanna say about this stuff is that, okay, first of all, sorry. <laughs> it's uh, 25 point, sorry, 23.5% THC with zero milligrams of CBD. It's, um, I want to say it's a hybrid, but it leans more to an indica because I get really good sleeps with that stuff. I'm pretty sure the main terp profile is lavaline um, because you get that kind of lavender sort of uh, flavor. Um, and yeah, I've been drinking that, or drinking that, <laughs> I've been smoking that for the last little week to help me go to sleep. I get some really good sleeps off it. So if you want a good middle of the road sleeper, seven uh island cherry that's the name of it island cherry and oh it does taste like fucking cherries man it tastes so good so good they did a great job on that so let's fucking yeah big them up for that they did uh their stuff was really really tasty i was really surprised um yeah so it's been a pretty good week i think i've been pretty busy i hope you guys have had a good week and thank you for joining me justin baroni tots 420 uh thoughts off the stem what else can i say check out the tots 420.com website get your shirts do do get your hats where's the thing on this side <laughs> get your hats um what else check out our affiliates the guys that i sell glass they sell some great uh bongs dab rigs pipes whatever you need that's glass they got it um, and they're excellent. That's where I got my dab break, which I'm going to break out closer to Christmas or maybe New Year's. I'm not too sure. But uh, yeah, thank you for joining me, uh, Justin Brony. I hope you guys had a good week. Uh, I hope you're having a good day, a good Friday, a good start to it. Um, and I hope you have a good weekend because we're back on track this week, baby. No feeling like shit anymore. <laughs> but I've had a lot of time to lay on the couch and think. I started having really weird dreams again lately. Um, like, just weird shit. Stuff, like, I can't even remember them. They're so weird. When I was a kid, I could always remember my dreams. But now, as I get older, I fucking can't. I can't at all. So, um, I know they were weird. I know I woke up confused. I know one dream. Oh, yeah, one dream. Here you go. <laughs> so, a dream, I think it was Tuesday night I had this dream where I was walking, I don't know, somewhere in LA. I'm from Guelph, Ontario, Canada, okay? <laughs> There's no, I would never be in LA. I would love to ch check out LA, but just saying. Um, so anyway, I have this dream where I'm walking down the street and I see this dude and he, oh, what actor did he, like the actor that I thought he was, um, was, fuck, who was it? Uh, can't think of the guy's fucking name right now. So weird. But anyway, I thought I saw this actor in the dream. I thought I saw this actor coming out of a store in like, I don't know, Hollywood somewhere, right? And so I walk by and I'm like, dude, I love your stuff. What's up? And it turns out as I walk by the guy, it's not that actor. And then as I keep walking farther in the dream, it's fucking a weird, like knockoff Vin Diesel. <laughs>
So, I don't know. I've been having really weird dreams. That was the dream. That was the whole dream <laughs> that I can remember anyway. There was no lead up, nothing. Just me, materialized, walking down the street, see this guy that I think is like this one actor. I say, man, I love your stuff. Then I walk by him and the guy's like, what are you talking about, dude? I'm not an actor. And I'm thinking like, yeah, whatever. This is like a 10 second clip, okay? This is like how fast this happened in my head. So I walk by the guy, say that. He's like, I'm not that dude. And then he's looking at me all weird. I keep walking. And as I walk away, he sort of in my mind becomes more of like a, like I said, a knockoff fucking Vin Diesel. <laughs> and then it wasn't even him. The more that I think about it, the more that I'm awake thinking about this dream, I'm pissed off that I mixed up some other dude with this guy that looked more like a skinny Vin Diesel than anything else. Because it wasn't anywhere close to who I thought it was. <laughs> okay, still can't remember the fucking actor's name. But anyway... Cheers. <laughs> Cheers with some eggnog, baby. Because it is the season. But then, as I was sort of going through this, like, review of my dream throughout the day, okay, all of a sudden I start thinking about stupid shit. Like, do you ever have, okay, so do you have, like, a different weed personality? Like, when you get high, you're different than when you're normal? I never used to think that I did. But I do. I have two. <laughs> I have I have Don't Fuck With Me Justin, who is just like, dude, leave me the fuck alone. I don't want to talk right now. And then there's the um, like jump in your face, talking all kinds of crazy shit. Some stories may be true, some maybe not. I don't know. As long as I make you laugh, that's all that matters to me, right? So there's that version of me as well, <laughs> okay? So I have two different versions. And I realized that it doesn't take like an indica or a sativa to put me in either one. It just takes a specific type of weed. So like if I smoke purple kush, I'm super happy, bounce off the walls, tell you stupid stories and try to make you laugh, Justin. If I smoke, um, is it girl guy cookies? I think if I smoke that stuff, I'm like sitting in the corner, slumped over and not talking to anybody. Leave me alone. Don't fuck with my high. I'm in my head. Got Justin. <laughs> okay. Like your joints. Because I couldn't think of where I was going with that. <laughs> no. So, I, uh, yeah, so I realized that I have these two different weed personalities. And <coughs> they come out depending on what strain I smoke. Not necessarily if it's an indica or a sativa. Because <coughs> sativas don't always get me bouncing off the wall. There's very few that do. Most sativas that I smoke, um... I don't really notice. Maybe it's just because, like, I smoke too much. I don't know. <laughs> but they don't get me bouncing off the fucking walls and shit. And it's really weird that Purple Kush does. Because most of my buddies, when they've had Purple Kush, are just, like, stuck in a chair. And that's it. They're not moving. They're not doing anything. Right? Um, and then I started to think from there. I was like, you know, it'd be fucking... Like, can you... Okay, so can we taste... And forget about, like... Okay. <laughs> gather your thoughts man <laughs> here you go okay so i find that different types of weed smoke better in different different apparatuses so like not every strain or, or type is made to be smoked in a joint sometimes if it smokes bad in a joint it smokes really good in a bomb right and i'm not talking if they're not flushed properly or the fact that they like filter through a little bit of water in the bomb i'm just saying that there's some where the taste is more pronounced when you're smoking a joint. And then some where the taste is even more pronounced when you're smoking the bomb. And also, I find that sometimes, even though, the, even though a joint 
is the, I guess, quickest way of smoking to get high or the best way of smoking to get high from what I understand. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Look that up if you want. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that the joint is the one that gets you like the most high because it's not filtered. It just comes straight through whatever you got, like the glass filters. <laughs> um, whereas the bong, it cuts out a lot of the toxin, but it also cuts out cuts down on some of the THC inhaled as well because it dulls the whole the whole effect, right? It'd be like adding water to your whiskey or some shit. So I've found that, yeah, there's like certain strains that I like that I'll smoke only in the bong. And then there's certain strains, very few, but there's certain strains where I'll smoke it only in a joint because in the bong it's harsh, which is weird, but in a joint it's smooth. I don't know if you ever noticed that, but I started to notice that like, Within the last couple of months. Now I'm not saying that's the case for like every single strain. I'm saying that I've noticed most weed that I buy, I can smoke in either and get the same result, same flavor, same deal. Okay. But there have been a couple strains that I've tried that, yeah, there's definitely like a way. And I found some, and this is probably because of curing, but I've also found some where the um the flavor in a vaporizer is not very good you know what i mean i don't know and it wasn't that it was too dry I'm, i have a feeling it was like the curing process so you don't get like the quite as good flavor as you thought you would and things like that but yeah so that's what i've been thinking about this fucking week i don't know about you what do you think do you think that that's true or that's like a possibility where you could you could smoke one thing in a bong and it's delicious and then smoke it in a joint and it's not so good or vice versa do you have a different weed personality? Do you become somebody else? Like sometimes if I hit smoke the right shit, I get into this like little mischievous groove where I'm like, hmm, I want to cause some shit or I want to do something. Not like bad shit, but you know, just like create a little bit of fun. <laughs> nobody's getting hurt. Nobody's getting killed. Nothing bad's going to happen. But you know, just get the conversation going in a more humorous direction. But then from there, that made me think about how when I was a kid, when I was in, like, from I, from what I can remember, grade, or sorry, being 14 to, like, 20, <laughs> okay, I used to sort of, in my head, think that I was in, like, a TV sitcom, like, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or something like that, so I would act accordingly, like, as if every interaction with somebody was sort of, like, a lead-in to a joke or something silly, and then same thing with, like, talking to, like, I'd feel like, I'd always feel like somebody's talking to me, <laughs> or I mean, sorry, watching me, Jesus, I'm getting high, I hope you're getting high, <laughs> I feel like this is, like, going pretty quick, I don't know, but yeah, so, I, I remember thinking back on this, and being like, yeah, I kind of lived mentally, as if I was in, like, a, a shit-talking sitcom, right, so anytime I got the opportunity to say something stupid, or talk shit to somebody of, like, authority, or anybody, really, I would do that as if there were cameras following me around. I know, I'm fucking weird. <laughs> but then from there, that translated to when I was uh, 17, okay? Here's a little quick tidbit about me. So when I was 17, I think I was 17, 17 or 17, I think, I saw Shaft with Samuel L. Jackson, okay? And I, that movie is like my, one of my top 10 for sure. I love stupid corny shit like that, but it is so good. When he's smacking the kid on the fucking block and he's like, he's like, what's my name? And the kid's like, oh no. And then he goes, what's my name? And the kid goes, oh no. He goes, 
say my name. Or he goes, what's my name? <laughs> the kid goes, Shaft, Shaft, Shaft. <laughs> like, I don't know. There was just something about that, like, yeah, it's funny, but it's also an ass whooping at the same time because he's hitting him with a fucking gun. And again, my favorite, like, sit down and watch him movies are like fucking, you know, Fast and the Furious, Schwarzenegger movies, Van Damme movies, stuff like that. I don't go to the movies to see something that's based in reality. I go to the movies to see the fantasy of the whole situation. So when he's at whooping the shit out of this kid on the fucking block, <laughs> on the corner... <laughs> so I don't know it's so awesome it's comedy and power all in one thing right so I got obsessed with Shaft and I started now instead of thinking like as if I was in a sitcom I started thinking as if I was Shaft <laughs> so my parents for Christmas bought me this big what I called my Shaft jacket Okay, this big black leather coat that went down to my knees alright it wasn't like skid type fitting or anything like that but it looked like it was a shaft, it was a fat white Italian guy's version of a shaft jacket. So basically like a goofy mafia guy in his leather trench coat, okay? But it was like cow high, it was so badass. I felt invincible in that thing, okay? So I would wear it everywhere. And I started to take on this like weird persona of not somebody who like joked around anymore, but somebody that you couldn't fuck with. Because I came so became so enamored with the idea of Shaft. He fights for good, but like he'll whoop your ass and talk shit at the same time. I love stuff like that. So I got into this little like rotation of being Shaft every time <laughs> every time I put this jacket on. To the one point I was in university, I'm walking down the road with this guy I had met at work. <laughs> We're walking side by side and he looks up at me and he goes, Dude, I feel like nothing. Nobody's gonna fuck with us in that jacket. Like I feel like I feel totally safe with you here. <laughs> I looked up like I know. <laughs> I was such a dork. <laughs> but yeah, I totally got enamored with that. It's weird how my brain works, man. Especially when I start to get on the vine of like how do I feel about this thing or that thing? Some weird topics pop up that in somehow in my head relate to each other, which I'm sure that they don't fucking relate to each other in any real way. Except for the fact that my shaft jacket was my weed smoking jacket. I loved it because I looked badass. I was high as fuck. Nobody bothered you. <laughs> Nobody could really tell that you were high as fuck. It was great. But yeah. I don't know if you guys... I don't know if anybody can relate to that. <laughs> but that is the stupidity of me, basically. I'm a, I'm a guy that... It's caught. If I were a professional wrestler or like an actor or whatever, I would definitely get caught up in one of my roles. I would be totally fucked. <laughs> I would become that guy because I would take on every bit of that persona to try and improve myself. Well, every bit of that persona that I like to try and improve myself and I would mirror it when I was a kid. And it's so, <laughs> it's, you look back on it, you're like, dude. That's some weird ass shit right there. <laughs> Why would you do that? Just do your thing. Now, it's not like it was that far off from like who I am. But I can remember at one point, it was the end of university, and one of these, I used to hang out with this group of uh, guys and girls, and we were sitting, I got to, the, to a bar one night with these girls early. And so we're sitting talking, and this dude, random dude, comes walking over and starts sitting talking to the girls. I don't care. I'm just there. I don't I don't have any like there's no options for me here. You know what I mean? 
So this guy, I guess, decides that because I'm the guy with the girls, he has to be like, hey, man, blah, blah, and like sort of, you know, strut his, strut his fucking peacock feathers. So we go to shake hands, and he's telling me how he's in the military and all this stuff. And he squeezes my hand a little too hard. So I squeezed back. I put him right back in his fucking chair, okay? And I was so proud of myself. I was like, hmm, I'm a bad motherfucker. Don't you fuck with me, army man. He wasn't an army man, obviously. I mean, like, who goes down like that? Please, let's let's be realistic here, okay? But anyway, so this guy said, and I remember thinking to myself, like, I was super proud. I was super happy about this whole situation. And then one of the girls who was, like, who I was really close with, she comes up to me and she's like, hey, why do you like it when people are afraid of you? I sat back, I grabbed my leather jacket off the chair, flipped it on my shoulders, stood back up, looked her right in the face and went, cause I'm a bad mother, shut your mouth, and walked out of the bar. <laughs> oh, I'm such a dork. <laughs> I don't know, that shit's entertaining to me, but in the moment it's entertaining to me because I was thinking like... There's a camera crew following me. You know what I'm saying? That's how my brain worked. Really fucking weird. But yeah, that's that's who I am, man. I like to have fun. I like to pretend that certain situations are not like real. That they just, that they don't, they're not just like, oh, here we go. You know what I mean? Like, I like to fuck with them sometimes. <laughs> I still have that, but I look back on those things that I'm, it's kind of funny to me that I had to pretend that somebody was watching me. <laughs> Oh, it's time for weed facts, baby. The ganja gong. All right. So these weed facts, I thought were pretty good because I was thinking to myself, you know, what are some things that people don't really talk about in terms of, um, like, <coughs> people always tell you about strains and terps and all this stuff, right? <clears throat> so I thought, well, okay, let's, what about talking about moldy weed? Right, and so I found on this uh, on www.healthline.com/health/moldy-weed. Okay, these are three facts that I found out about how to not let your clip cannabis get moldy. Okay, so here we go. Tip number one, moldy cannabis usually has a, this is how to identify it, grayish white coating. Mold has a gray or white powdery appearance, so look for a powdery look, not a shiny look. Um, and moldy weed usually has musty or mildewy smell, or it may smell kind of like hay. Exposing it to the wrong temperature, light, humidity, and oxygen can promote the growth of mold. So what you really want to do with your cannabis, okay, is you want to keep it in a blacked out airtight canister of some kind um, because light affects it, everything affects it. Even light even affects the potency of it. So as like you expose it to more even like light light, it dilutes itself, I guess. <coughs> so fact or tip, weed fact, weed tip number two. And you can find these in uh, at tots420.com under the weed facts link. Uh, yeah, I'll have them posted up there. Okay, so weed fact number two. Glass jars with an airtight seal. I just said that. Jeez, come on. I'm brilliant. <laughs> Are recipes for disaster. What? Oh, direct sunlight. No, wait, sorry. Glass jars with an airtight seal. I was reading to it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> God damn it. I'm high. I hope you're enjoying the sesh. Hope you're having a good Friday. 
I hope this is a good start to your weekend. Okay, let's try this again. Weed fact number two. Glass jars with an airtight seal are the way to go if you want to keep things mold-free, like I said. And then blacked out, preferably, not clear and not... And if you're going to keep them in clear, keep them in like a dark room kind of thing. Like a wine cellar for weed. So you can become a weed sommelier, baby. That's what I'm saying. Okay, tip number three. This one's pretty long. Direct sunlight and moisture are recipes for disaster when it comes to keeping cannabis fresh. Keep your container in a dark, dry cabinet or closet that doesn't get too hot. Cannabis is best kept at a relative humidity of 59 to 63%. Humidity packs can help. They contain a mix of salts and water that help regulate the humidity. Humidors, you can get weed humidors. And uh, if you're willing to shell out a little bit of extra cash, those are probably a better way to go. And they're specially built for weed. So fucking brilliant right that's what i'm saying so that's how you maintain keeping your clip buds unmoldified <laughs> yeah so be the shaft of mold to your weed you see what i'm saying <laughs> fight crime baby fight weed crime no mold here <laughs> Oh, this eggnog's pretty good. I like getting egg, eggnog like once a year. It's like a nice little special treat. I put a little, uh, what did I put in here? Shiva's Regal in it. It's tasty, bud. <laughs> Cheers. Again, thanks for joining the sesh. Thanks for coming out, listening, watching, whatever you're doing. And don't forget to check out tots420.com. And you can find uh, uh, the guys that I sell glass uh, affiliate link there. Um, if you use the code TOTS420, you can get 10 to 20% off. I think it's 20% off um, on whatever you order when you use the TOTS420 code at checkout. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. And now, I don't know why I'm talking like this. I'm getting fucking high, man. Oh, dude. All right. So have you ever, like thought about where certain things come from for Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, did they decide to make a Christmas tree, like a, what do you call it? Like a fake Christmas tree because they wanted to replicate like real trees? Of course they did. But who came up with that idea? Was it some dude in his living room being like, man, I hate cleaning up these fucking pine needles and shit? No, it wasn't. For real. Dude for real fact number one from BuzzFeed.com. Uh, oh my god, I can't read that. Weird facts. Weird.fact. So, let's try that again. www.buzzfeed.com slash weird facts dash facts dash Christmas. I'll put it on the Tots420.com site and uh, you can look it up in the menu under Dude For Real <laughs> for all kinds of different fun facts. So here's the three Dude For Real facts for this week. Alright, artificial Christmas trees. Yes, obviously made to replicate real Christmas trees. But guess what? The They were invented by the makers of a toilet brush. <laughs> That's right. So now, every time you look at your Christmas tree, you're going to think giant toilet brush. How big is this? <laughs>
Dude, for real fact, number two. Here we go. There's a pill called Father Christmas. Again, these are all Christmas facts, so cheers. There is a pill called Father Christmas that when you take it, it makes your farts smell like chocolate. <laughs> yep, that's right. My daughters need those. <laughs> Dude, for real, fact number three. Santa Claus is an official Canadian citizen who has his own zip code. Ha <laughs> ha, we own Santa guys. Well, we don't own him, but like, he's ours. He's Canadian. That's right. Official. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. That's why we're so like easygoing, because we got Santa, man. We don't you we don't it doesn't matter. We got Santa. We got the guy that gives gifts, baby. <laughs> oh those are my thoughts off the stem for this week. Thank you for joining me, Justin Baroni, at 420. On Thoughts Off the Stem. Don't forget to check out Tots420.com. Check out the Tots420 shop link. Get your shirts, your hats, mugs. We got mugs. It's Christmas. Give somebody a gift. <laughs> and check out our affiliates, the guys that I sell glass. Use the Tots420 code at checkout. All capitals and numbers. Okay? Um, and yeah, save yourself some money when you buy your next rig. Yeah. Those are my thoughts off the stem, like I said. So thank you for joining me. I hope you join me next week on, at 4.20, on Friday at 4.20 <laughs> p.m. on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, YouTube, Podchaser, Good Pods, Pandora, wherever you get a podcast. It's out there, baby. Until next time, keep your lids low. <laughs>